When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. <sighs> hey, what's happening? This your boy, Robert Will, and I'm jumping off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You dig? Yeah. All right, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the one and only Robbie World jumping off the porch with us. What's up, bro? How you feeling, man? What's happening? What's happening? Just highly blessed and highly favored. Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Glad to have you on the porch with us, man. I nah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> now, man, you've been doing your thing for a minute, bro. Like, you know, I remember um, seeing you on Vine and, yeah. you know, seeing, you know, a lot of the funny skits that you were doing um you know on that platform and then now you know moving over to you know all the most relevant platforms uh today can you kind of talk about like how you got started like in the comedy world oh so i started off doing music videos okay and um yeah i had got sick with um cancer so i started doing little funny videos on vine just to make me you know feel good to cope with depression mm -hmm. so when i started you know doing that I started just doing, like, using my camera skills with my, like, you know, just like, I always had, like, a stupid sense of humor, like a dark humor and all that shit. But I was really just doing it just for me to get out of depression. Okay. So uh, I linked up with a couple of my homies. We had formed a group. Um, we did a couple of skits. Then I was doing mainly the videography work and writing. Um, then I just decided, hey, maybe I should just be in front of the camera. And then ever since then, I just just took off <laughs> word word so yeah. so you started out behind the scenes like actually yeah like editing shooting all that okay word yeah. word and then what made you actually take that step to get in front of the camera and do that yeah i was always the person that was like shy like i was the shy one i was the one that like i don't like getting in front of the camera or oh, i wrote this skit for you or i think this would be good but um I don't know, man. Like when you get to your breaking point, when you get to your lowest, and you, you gotta find a way out. Like you know, what I'm saying sometimes you just gotta push through, and you just gotta like just put all your eggs on you. Put all you know, bet on you. You never lose betting on yourself. So I just bet it on myself, and here I am. Right, that's what's up. Jumping man. off the porch. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> now. Let's, you know, tap into, you know, like your upbringing and everything, mm -hmm. man. Where are you from, bro? I'm from the west side of Atlanta. Okay, yeah. okay. And yeah. uh, can you tell us what it was like coming up on the west side? Well, I ain't gonna lie. My dad, he was rich. Um, my mom was a, you know, a school teacher. Um, but my grandparents raised me. Okay. Um, that's why I was on the west side. My grandparents and my two aunties, we was in a one, we was in like a two, three bedroom house with one bathroom on the west side, um, still got the house. <laughs> um, it was pretty cool. I was always like the the nerd type, the like, you know, like I always liked the technology, I always liked it like filming, I always liked it, you know, just doing like the normal shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like I never got into like the hood shit or like the street shit, even though it's easily could, cause I went to Doug, um, graduated to Doug, but I just, I don't know. 
I just saw a better future. I just like, you know, mm, I just, mm, like, I just don't even want to get into that. Like on that, like, I don't know, like most of my friends, they was on that shit, but I just like, you know, that's just not me. And I don't like to portray like, um, oh, I'm gangster, I'm this, that, and the third, da, 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 and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, I don't know, and people who do that, that's just weird to me. Because mm -hmm. I know real motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers know me, but they know I don't be on that type of time. I'm like one of the most humble niggas you ever see, most like just upfront motherfuckers you ever see. So I just be me, yeah. and I just be staying out of the way. So that's me. So like what kind of uh, kid would you say you were in school? Like were you always like, the, were, were you like the class clown type? Were you always funny? I wasn't or? even, the thing, I wasn't always funny, man. Like, like. That's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, I know, like I'm, all, I'm the, I was the most awkward one. I was the most one that was just like, like, I don't know, like I was a good kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was in beta club. I was in, in the engineering program at Doug. Like, I was a good kid. Like, I didn't do nothing bad. Like, I, the thing is, I was so antisocial. Like, I never went to none of the football, basketball games. Um, the pep rallies, I was skipping. Um, I was skipping pep rallies. Like, I just, I was just so antisocial, but I was social, if that made any sense. Like, I was social with my friends that went there. Right. And uh, I was back then, okay, back then I wanted to be a music artist. Mm -hmm. So I was more focused on that and stuff, but nah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that growing up with your grandparents is what helped you to stay grounded? Yeah, absolutely. My um, grandma was the most humblest person you can ever meet. You know what I'm saying? And my dad really humbled me because, you know, he making all this money and he always said, this is my money, that's not yours. And that made me even want it even more. That made me want to get it for my own. I'm not the type of person to live behind a person's name, even if it's my dad. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one thing that I'm thankful that he didn't, you ever seen like some of these rich, spoiled motherfuckers and they grow up all fucked up on drugs and this, that, and the third and fucking up money and shit like that. So like, you know what I'm saying? I just never, been on that type of time, like I had my fun, of course, but I never like just abused that shit. Mm -hmm. And and like my grandma and my auntie Mary, God rest her. So mm -hmm. she um she kept me humble. Right. She kept me humble. Okay. Um, but I knew I didn't want to just go to school. Um, I dropped out of Clark like first semester. Mm -hmm. I had a full ride and everything. Oh, right. And I just did not like. I just did not like school, man. Huh. What was your major? What were you going to attempt to major in? Uh, media. Okay. Right. But it was like, at the time, I was like, okay, I need to make a career. So I wanted to be an audio engineer. So I did go to SAE mm -hmm. for sound and audio engineer. Mm -hmm. But I just, like, even after the degree, I fell in love with videography. Like, I remember the principal or whatever they call the head, honcho or dean okay. or whatever. Uh, he was like, bro, you need to get this, this program called Final Cut. And you know, like that's what people editing on now, especially in the industry back then. Mm -hmm. I know now it's Premiere Pro, but back then, like 2011, 2010, it was like Final Cut was like good for the new Mac users. So I got on it, and I was like, all right, bet I'm loving it. I'm loving how it's doing it, and I just love editing. I love filming. That's how I just fell in love with it. Wow, wow. So uh, when would you say you jumped off the porch? Jumped off the porch. 
I say I jumped off the porch after cancer. Okay. After cancer, I realized like I went through a hard depression. Like, cause some people don't know this, but when I was going through cancer, my grandma was going through cancer with me. Wow. And she passed mm-hmm. on my last month of chemo, mm-hmm. and that kind of hit hard for me because I thought I was I was always like I was always like the black sheep of the family. I was always like the fuck up, like you know, like I dropped out of college. Now I'm doing skits, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, and then when my grandma died and I survived, I ain't gonna lie. Like I thought God had got the wrong person once uh, once upon a time, you know. And it was like, it was hard. That was just like some dark days. And then when I finally jumped out of the porch, I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna just go all in on this. Like, I didn't know how I was gonna make some money. I didn't know, I didn't know how I was gonna be successful. I just know this is what I love to do and I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. All right. So it's interesting that, you know, you use comedy as a way to, you know, help you to, you know, get through the cancer mm-hmm. and everything like that. What, and, and what type of cancer uh, did you have? I had lymphoma. It was uh, like right here close to my heart and my spleen. Um, they had to remove, it was in my bone marrow. Wow. Like some weird shit. So they had to remove it from my bone marrow and they had to cut a lymph node like the size of a baseball, mm. like out of like like close to my heart and shit. Okay. And I still got the scar. Okay. Too. And how long of a um how long was your battle? How long uh it was only the only thing the good thing about it, we caught it so early. It was um all I had to go through was chemotherapy. Okay. That's like the worst part of cancer. Like mm. chemotherapy, like is like and then like I'm out filming videos. Like I remember I was filming videos with like uh, my homeboy WT of DJ and Throw It Off One and DJ. He was probably the only person that knew, but we were still out like in the club, like because you know like getting footage, like you know like filming skits and just and he just saw my drive and like people just couldn't understand. Like bro, you just had a chemo session there. Like you should just relax. Like. Nah, bro, like, I can die, like, that motivated me even more, because, like, I could die any day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, this shit can go south, this shit can spread, and it just kind of, like, just motivated me just to go even harder, you know? Um, can you, can, can you tell us how you even found out that you got cancer? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Okay, so I was getting some shirts from this store. And my arm would start hurting. Like, it was hurting for like a month. So I remember I was with my friend, the Lacey Smith. Um, we call him Lele. And he also from the West Side. He from Dixie Hill. And, um, and I met him through mutual friends. But he was like, hey, man, you know, you think you should go to the doctor? And then he was like my homeboy that I looked up to. Like, he was the one that was talking to all the girls and shit. Like, he don't, if y'all want to know how I got all these girls in my videos and know how to talk, it's because that nigga Lele, bro. Lele, he was the one that like actually like got me out of my comfort zone and like learned how to like express myself, learn how to talk to women and like, you know what I'm saying, like and like like show me how to do that without being like without flexing, without just being yourself. So shout out to Lele for that. 
And he probably never knew that, but I always looked up to him when it came to that. But um, yeah, he was like, yeah, just go check that out. Cause it was like a big ass lump. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, bro. Then when I checked it out, I remember I was with my auntie Mary and I cried when they told me, I cried, I ain't gonna lie. I cried cause I was like, damn. Then my grandma was going through it. It's like we found me and my grandma, this was my grandma's second time going through this. Okay. So it was like, damn, like it was just like, it was just, it was just sad. It was just, it was just sad as fuck. Yeah, yeah fuck cancer. Man. Yeah, fuck cancer. Bro. Yeah. And the reason I asked you, man, is because, you know, people, you know, people, people around our age, you know, and, and just, you know, black people in general, like, you know, we're, a lot of us are scared of the doctor. A lot of us don't go to the doctor and get yeah. checkups and, you know, things like that. And mm -hmm. I heard you say that you were able to catch the cancer early. So that's why I wanted to know how you ended up finding out that you got it because I think that that insight could be helpful for a lot of people that's, you know, watching this because like I said, a lot of us are scared to even go to the doctor to get things checked out to even find out. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I fucking hate doctors, bro. Yeah. So I go to the doctors like every three months, like get checked up, make sure I don't got no STDs, make sure I'm clean, make sure, you know, like, Cause it's just like, it's crazy out here. But you do gotta, I say everybody, which camera, go get checked up, go check up. You know what I'm saying? And people, um, and then this one, I was like way bigger. Like I was at like 450 mm. when I found out, you know what I'm saying? No, actually I lost weight, hella weight fast. Like I lost like, I was at like 200 within like two months. Mm. That's one thing too. Cause I was losing weight hella fast. Mm. And I was like, damn. And oh, the thing is, when I had got the lung, I was like, damn. Because I couldn't tell I was losing weight, but I was in the gym too at the time. So when I was losing the weight, I just thought the lump was like some leftover fat. I don't know. I was just like young and stupid, bro. But yeah, like um, go get checked out, man. If you feeling it, like, you know what I'm saying? If you feeling sick, if you even just want to just like, just know. It's always best to know. Yeah. So yeah. Nah, for sure. For sure. Um, so let's tap into uh, let's tap into Creator Station. Okay, cool. Can you build on you know? On so Creator is? Station is the idea of just having an exclusive um, workspace for creators. It's currently under development. Like we we got a spot, but we we finna move um, very soon, and we might shut down for like a couple of months until we get the right fit because it's the space we at now is great but we just needed to be a little bit bigger especially like for the vision that we got so you know like and then we waiting for the right investors you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. to help with that but creative station is a good idea just to have like a safe place for creators to come and work come and network and that's one thing like how i built my my career off of was networking mm -hmm. was networking through other creators that was like he had more followers than me, had lesser followers than me, you know what I'm saying? I never go by that, I go about work ethic and if the content is good. So just giving like other people opportunities that I didn't have coming up in the industry, in social media and shit. Yeah, no, that's dope. No, I yeah. def definitely need something like that uh, <laughs> here in Atlanta. Yeah. Know, definitely. Because like, cause you see those in LA and you see, you mm -hmm. know, things like that in other places. But then also, and, and I don't know if I'm accurate in saying this, but I don't know if they're even um too many like actually like black owned um you know networks like that yeah it's it's a couple of them out there but yeah. you know and it's really just like social media is really just getting to that point where it's getting 
how can I say, oversaturated. Because yeah. everybody want to be an influencer, but nobody don't want to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Like, I be looking at some influencers, they be getting like a million followers, like, overnight. And that shit, that took me like seven years, like six years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people don't appreciate, like, like, like I, I feel like, like, I call them the OG creators. You know, like, they took time in building their followers. They understood, like, hey, like, at this level, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And it humbles you, but, like, I see some creators now, they just, they get up there fast and they get the big head and then they yeah. fall off. Mm -hmm. Or they don't know what to do because it's not what they really want. They just blew up. Mm -hmm. And it's, 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 it's just crazy because, like, I don't know, because I really do love this shit, man. And... And it's just like, I don't know, it's just sad seeing people waste their talent. Yeah. That's, I say that's the most depressing thing in the world, is seeing people waste their talent. And you know, I know pretty sure it's a, a lot of y'all know some people that got good talent, but they just waste it. They don't do it. They don't even try. Like, like you got to jump off the porch. Yeah. Don't matter if you fall, break your arm, shit. Real break good. two arms, but as long as you can walk, <laughs> you jump off again. Keep jumping off until you get it right. And that's one thing my dad taught me was to never be afraid to go after your dreams. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Never be afraid to fail. Never be afraid. Because it was at one point where he didn't believe in what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't bringing the income. And I tell people, bro, look, this is a, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice being comfortable. You got to sacrifice. Right. Like, I had, only person who I can say had my back through thick and thin was my Auntie Mary when it came to what I wanted to do. And she passed away right when I blew up. Like, when she passed away, I went like this. Like, wow. like you know what I'm saying? Like, I had my own, I had just got my own spot. It was just like, she was there and it was like, and people don't, and people don't even see that side. Like, yeah. I, like in mental health, that's another thing too. Like, Absolutely. people don't see the mental side of a creator. You know what I'm saying? Especially like a creator that just like, like just 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 blows up and overnight they don't see what how that affects like a million human beings talking about one person like some people can't like we're not made to handle that realistically yeah you know what i'm saying so yo you know that that's actually a a really interesting point um and that kind of leads me into like do you know um at what point like what was that point where you knew like Okay, like it's on. Like okay, like we moving. We got we got motion. The thing know. is, I have those moments every time I hit a certain level, but I always be like, I gotta get to the next level. Yeah. Like right now, like I feel like I haven't made it. Mm. Like, but that's just me because I'm hungry. You gotta stay hungry. You gotta stay. You gotta stay. You gotta want it every single day. You gotta wake up and want it. Like you, it's no time to be like, oh, I'm tired. Da da da. Oh, I don't want to feel like it. It's like, hey, you gotta want it. You gotta want something. And like right now, I'm finna dibble and dab in business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm finna create my own business. Create, you know what I'm saying? Market some products and stuff like that. But I'm willing to do that because now I'm at that point where I kind of master social media. Right. Like. I'm a professional. You ever heard that saying, like, an amateur does it until he get it right, but a professional does it until he can't get it wrong. Absolutely. So I can't get it wrong. Like, I know this left and right, so I want to get into a new field, 
I want to just change my environment too. Yeah, you so, put in those ten thousand hours. Yeah, so I'm now putting it's time to ten thousand plus. <laughs> you know, so and there's nothing wrong. Like, like and I tell people who want to be an influencer or want to be a content creator. I personally like content creator, the term content creator over influencer. But if you want to be in this realm, you want to be in this lifestyle, you got to want it. You got to love it. You got to have a passion for it. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, then because I was doing this shit for free. I was doing this shit when for three years when nobody didn't believe in me. Everybody was just like, oh, da, 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 da. like I told my homeboy or oh, my homegirl, I forgot which one, but they had got a promo and they had like 40K followers. I'm like, damn, I didn't get my first promo. For goddamn when I hit a hundred K and it was for a hundred dollars. I was like, damn, man, it was a page post. Yeah. I was like, fuck, like y'all, y'all got to appreciate the shit. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but you know, like it's interesting. I mean, you know, people like yourself paved the way for some of these new content creators to be able to maybe yeah, get it. Yeah, fast for sure, for sure, for sure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know what I mean? Uh, what is one of your biggest life lessons that you've learned? Damn. <laughs> One I mean, because you were kicking a lot of game about, you know, yeah. um, you know, just just different things that your pops instilled mm -hmm. in you and things like that. So, you know, I definitely want to, you know, I got a couple on, you don't mind me going through the list. Yeah. Never letting an obstacle determine your outcome. If you want it, you can get it. Never letting just never letting that obstacle determine your outcome. Um, no matter how close you are with somebody, people change. And it is what it is, like, and it doesn't matter how close y'all are, brother, brother, sister, sister, uh, take a bullet for this person, they change. They change, or the sad part, they don't change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's really the sad part. Mm. Another life lesson. Um, ain't nothing wrong with focusing on you. Ain't nothing wrong with focusing on you. Ain't nothing wrong with risking it all on you. And another life, I got, I got plenty. If you don't mind me going, okay. Come on, spit them. Um, some people don't realize, but you are good enough. I didn't realize that for a long time. That um, you know, that you are good enough, and you are worthy. And I didn't realize that till like two, three years ago. Mm. Like you gotta realize that too. Like some people think they not worthy of success and you are worthy. You know what I'm saying? You are, you are worthy. Yeah. And um, another life lesson. Dang. I can go for days. You want me to go? Throw one more at us. Man. Throw one more out. Yeah. One more life lesson. Kick, kick, kick some good inspiration uh, to, 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 the, to the viewers. One more life lesson. Do, 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 do. Let me see. Money isn't everything. Money is a tool, and we use it to get to the next level. Hmm. Money is important, but it's not everything. 
And success doesn't equal money. Sometimes success is a family, a good, healthy marriage, a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. a healthy baby. Sometimes success is that a healthy father, a healthy son, a healthy daughter, a healthy mother. That's what success sometimes is. And some people overlook that and try to get to the glitz and glamour, but they realize sometimes it's already right there. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times people focus on looking at other people's success and mm -hmm. what they deem as success from looking mm -hmm. at somebody else. And then they're taking away time from focusing yeah. on themselves yeah. and growing themselves. Like one of my best friends, right? My brother, Munchies. Um, I, I, I recently told him this on his birthday. I was like, bro, you know I look up to you. And he was like, you know, why? I was like, bro, um, you got a successful marriage, bro. Hmm. You got beautiful kids and y'all together. That's something that I want. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I look up to. That's something that I admire. You know what I'm saying? That's something I respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like that's just something that's just beautiful. Hmm. And that's something that you just, that's success to me. Yeah. And another life lesson for the young motherfuckers. <laughs> you got to earn your respect. And what I mean by that, not, not like by selling your soul and no stupid shit like that. You got to earn your respect. You got to show respect to give, get respect. Mm. Some people want to get respect, but they haven't did shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People don't want to pay dues. No yeah, more. they don't want to pay dues. They want to pay homage. They don't want to, you know, mm, yeah. like Gen Z is just crazy. I love and hate them. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, damn, like they just like the, I'd be like, damn, bro. You know, because there's so much, I, I feel like they retain so much information so much faster, um, you know, than, than the millennials and, you know, even. Yeah, the thing is, they retain, they can have all the information, but if they don't got experience, then they don't, they don't know what it right, is. Right, and that's what I was about to say. Because you can't, like I tell somebody, you can't mail a haircut. Right. You got to experience that shit. Right, right. And some people, they oh, I know what, I know this, I know this. No, but you have you experienced it. Have you been under pressure with it? Have you been in a situation where it's like, okay, this is happening for real. This is not on no Google search. Like, oh, if this happened, da, da, da. Like, like, for example, some, some people know how to think, they know how to shoot guns because they play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know? Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, they think they know how to shoot guns. Like, and it's like, bro, you gotta, like, really experience that. You gotta right. go to the shooting range. Right. You gotta, like, know what's up you gotta know how many bullets you got in your chamber you gotta know how a gun feel like with and without bullets right, right. like but they don't understand that yeah. no that's real <laughs> so an uh, interesting topic right now is uh you know within comedy is traditional comedy you know stand-up comedy mm -hmm. and then skit comedy yeah and tradition some traditional comedians not respecting skit comedy um, as you know, like a as a true art form. Can yeah. you speak on that? Yeah, when we was coming up, you know, like this when social media was like, we was blowing up on skits and stuff, and like you know sketches and putting skits out there online. And some of the comedians, they would be hating. They would be cold blood hating. Like I'm way funnier than them. It's cool, cool. And I respect comedians. Like I have no problem with comedians. It's just like. That's something that I don't like to do. I don't like to control the crowd. I like to, I know how to like control my crowd. Like I make comedy for me. 
like I make skits for me, like to me laugh first. So I don't like when I <laughs> I hate sound so nonchalant. So when somebody when I get in front of a crowd and they're not laughing at my joke, I'd be like, I don't care because it's funny to me. You know what I'm saying? But you have to do that unless you to be in that game. And I was and it's an art form. It's an art form. I respect it to the fullest. Um, but as far as them hating on social media, you it's like it's like I look at it like this. I look at it like this, right? It's more people making more money doing skits than more people making money doing stand-up. And what I mean by that, not saying the comedians that doing stand-up aren't making money, making more money. I'm just saying the average influencer is making more than the average comedian. Interesting. So it's like one of those things like where, hey, like, <laughs> you know, like you can't get mad at that for young young kids, especially like my age and younger, um, making making a living. Yeah. And is and how I look at it is like when people get mad at social media and stuff like that, I'd be like, bro, you riding a horse and you hating on the automobile. Hmm. <laughs> like yeah. you literally hating on the automobile, you riding a horse. Yeah. Like just because it's like, hey, like it's new and it's different, don't think you too good to evolve. Yeah. yeah. Like that's one thing when my dad always taught me. Hmm. Either, either you adapt or you die. Hmm. And you gotta adapt. Mm -hmm. You always gotta adapt. You always got. It's always gonna be something newer, something better, something inno innovative, something you know, like that'll just that's gonna get like going. Like who knows? We might be on a new platform next year. Yeah. We we might be. We might be. But we might even might even use phones in the next five years. It might be something called. A uh, fucking iPhone, I, I, like a little iPhone with glasses and shit. Right, right. And we might be doing social media off there and have to make content off of visually looking through glasses. Mm -hmm. You never know. You just never know. The thing is, you always got to be open-minded to receive it. Some people be closed-minded yeah, and be like, yeah. oh, I got this right now. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's different because it's like, when it, so I see social media as like the first mechanics to work on cars. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't have to go to school for it. You just either knew how to do it mm -hmm. or you didn't. Mm -hmm. Like five years from now, I said, okay, realistically, 10 years from now, it's probably going to be a, 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 a fucking college uh, course on how to be an influencer, how to work your social media. Because, yeah. you know, they use the social media for background checks now. Right, right. Like that's gonna that's something that's gonna be a part of your life. It's like a cell phone. Not everybody had a cell phone in like 1998 right. or 2000, but everybody got a fucking cell phone because it's a, it's adapt. Mm -hmm. You gotta adapt. So like like as a human race, people are gonna adapt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of look at it like, um, and I was having a, a conversation with a partner the uh, the other night about. Mm -hmm like this same topic and how I feel like it's kind of similar to how when people or, or even like when older artists or, or uh, legacy artists are like comparing themselves with the younger artists nowadays, yeah. like all these younger artists freestyling, uh, making a bunch of songs fast, releasing songs fast, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
and you know the the what's poppin guys it's jay jonah here from blowing smoke if you're a fan of fun insightful and breakthrough conversations then be sure to check out and subscribe to the blowing smoke podcast a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of your biggest names in your favorite industries and it's all brought to you exclusively right here by the revolt podcast network anchored in hip-hop Powered by creators. Money is coming in a lot more than how it was, you know, in the music industry then. So then you have some of these other artists looking at these artists saying, oh, that music's not real music or it's, it's not fulfilling or, you know what I'm saying, this or that. And I, so. I ain't gonna lie. We in the disposable music era. Like, after one year, it's gonna be another song sound better. But that doesn't mean that you just hate on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you made music, you made music when it was fucking record players. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody don't use a fucking record player, a CD, fucking. They barely use. We don't use MP3 no more. We streaming shit now. Right. <laughs> like, like MP3 was like 2000. Mm-hmm. Like, if you pull up on me with an MP3 player, I'm gonna look at you like, damn, nigga, you you old. No, nigga, get up. We streaming shit now. Right. That's just how it is. And people think they can control it. And the sad truth about it, you can't. You, you really can't. Yeah. Either you adapt to it. Like one thing that I love that Jay-Z did, made title, mm-hmm. he adapt to it before he even got like streaming blew, blew up as much. But he adapt to it. He saw what was going to be like. Not everybody got Apple subscription, Spotify, title. Yeah. Real. Yeah. And it's like, and it's genius. And then who said it's going to be something even next? Right. Cause that's what we do. We elevate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we always technology always gonna elevate. Yeah. It may elevate into a different direction, but it's gonna elevate. Yeah. Nah, for real. <laughs> so man, there's this sound that every time I hear it on Instagram, <laughs> or on TikTok. Okay, here no we go. No matter if you in the video or not, I automatically. Now this one I really jumped off the porch. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, okay. auto- I automatically think of you when I hear this. So you made uh, the realest K. Uh, toxic. toxic. Yeah, you made that sound popular, man. And mm-hmm. I mean, just okay. out of there. Can now, I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you how it went. So, it was already a couple people doing the sounds on TikTok. So, I was like, alright, cool. I'm finna put it in my own way. I'm finna have this effect where the camera zoom in. And then people were saying the memes, but it wasn't doing it. And then they were just standing still. So, I was like, nah, I'm finna put the camera in, smile, and actually do it in like real time. I think the one, the first one was like, if she go through my phone, I go through her friends. I think that was like my first toxic video. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the camera and I did this smile and I had veneers, I just got these veneers. So I was like, oh yeah, it showed like perfect. Well, I hope it's showing perfect white right now. <laughs> Icy white. <laughs> okay, cool. So it was showing white on the camera. So I said, damn, this smile is like, yeah. it's villainous. It's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do like do it like again. Yeah. So I slowed down. So I did it again. So I did this last year. Mm-hmm. I did this last year around this time, like January or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and it didn't blow up. Like I always keep doing it like once a month. Then it started blowing up on my TikTok. Like I was getting like 10 million views. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm gonna do it once a once a like once a week. Then some more people was doing it like how I was doing it. I was like, damn, they was. Doing the smile and everything mm-hmm. and the zoom in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like the first person I saw it, 
And we actually collabed with uh, Siren, Siren or something. Okay. I forgot her name. Please, Lord, forgive me. But forgive me. But she cool. She And we actually did a toxic video together. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I told her to draw, like, draw how many body counts she had. Something like that on uh, Uno. But that was, like, my first time actually, like, going, like, no, okay, I lied. My first time going viral or what I'm known for is this phrase called gotta go. Yep. That was like the old, like every, people oh. even say, like I be at the gym, people be like, gotta go. And I'll be like, oh man, oh, that's so old. <laughs> but uh, when, um, when the toxic came out or when it blew up, Shade Room posted it. And then I DM'd them and like, I said, you know, you know, I started this trend. He was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm gonna tag you. So then after that, it was like, damn, like everybody was just giving me recognition. And it was good because most people don't get credit for like, you know, like starting trends and stuff like that. And it was just crazy because I was like, damn, I really started something like. um, I mean, you seeing kids post. Yeah, when the kids posted, start doing it. I was like, damn, this shit is damn. I started something. So that was like, I was like, damn, this is this pretty dope. So when um, my favorite one, it was this makeup artist, but it had Kelly Rowland in it. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's Kelly Rowland. Mm. She doing it. She did. She tugged him and smiled and did the talk. I'm like, right. damn. I was like, oh, that's the only time like, well, no, it was some more people. Oh, my homeboy, um, who we just, I just became like cool with. And we was actually neighbors once upon a time on uh, Safari. Oh, okay. He did one. It went crazy. Hollywood Unlocked. Um, posted and he gave me credit he was like and then he he was the main one but I tell you shout out to Safari but he was the main one on the comments like bro this is Robbie world shit this is Robbie world trend like he really stood so Safari don't think I don't know this but hey I appreciate you big bro so yeah yeah nah that's what's up yeah. man yeah like I said man and I- everybody else was supporting me too I can't name I know Daniel Jean like of New York uh everybody was like when they when somebody tag they'll always tag me and be like uh, oh yeah, this Robbie World shit. This Robbie World shit. Robbie World started this trend, and I'm like, damn, that's love. Yeah, that's man. love. That's real, love. Man. So, yo, man, did the realest K thank you, or have you met him? Have you? I haven't him? met him. Okay. From Canada, um, right? Huh? He's from Canada, I believe. Yeah, he's from Canada. I haven't yeah. met him. We conversated one time on Instagram and one time on TikTok on the comments, and I wasn't asking for no money or nothing. I was like, hey, bro, let's just do a video together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he even did the trend where he was like, and it was funny too, he did where, where he was like, when they found out who really made this song, mm. and I was like, damn, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and people always ask, oh, is the camera? Oh, you good. Oh, yeah, people always had asked, oh, did they pay you? I'm like, nah, they didn't pay me. You know, but I'm not like, I'm I mean, not. But, but that's the beauty <laughs> yeah. of the internet and the beauty of just, like uh, of like what you do is yeah. because like when you find something that you just like that you went to and then you do it and it go viral i mean i'm sure that's more fulfilling and then that's gonna bring the bag you know? yeah yeah it's gonna bring it, it brought the bag but <laughs> you know like it's one of those things where it's like i don't I, like if they allow be real if they write me a check for what happened because they did blow up because of what I did, I'll accept it. But I'm not finna press it. Cause right. I know, bro, I know God got me. Yeah, for sure. God got me this far. Yes, sir. You know. I ain't come this far just to come this far. Right. So right. I mean, 
it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? No pressure, no beef, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and one thing about me too, I don't got pressure with nobody. I don't got beef with nobody. I'm just out the way. Yeah. I just like to be out the way. I like to just get my little money on and just, you know, yeah. just chill. Yeah, I can dig it. Now, TS4L. Yeah. These skits for life. life. These skits for life. Yeah, TS4L. This is a, uh, it's actually a comedy group that I, um, that me and my team started. Um, v, Baso Live, Poetic J, Kai, Munchies, Terry, um, Jelani, Teddy, V, um, Kylan, Poetic, Baso Live, Munchies, Teddy, Jelani, T Money. These skits for life. It's more than just a group. It's like a it's like a community. So anybody can be a part of these skits for life. It's just, you know, these are the main people that I film with. You know what I'm saying? We travel with. It's like my family. And I really love them for real. And you know, and it's more than just skits too. Like we do we go into business together. We, you know, we like to like tomorrow, um, we having a tour drive at Creator Station. And you know, TS4 is gonna support, bring toys. We're getting half of it to some of the kids in Atlanta, half of it overseas in Venezuela because um, v is from Venezuela, okay. and she wanted to give back to her kids. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's TS4 is more than, it's, it's just it's just the community, you know what I'm saying? And it's not no, for the record, no gang related, nothing, no Rico, nothing. There's nothing like that. This is a 100% community, family friendly. We just shooting skits. We not on none of that. So just for the record, this case, you got to play this back in court. Uh, just in case this was this is not a game we don't do no violence we don't support no nothing okay just just putting that out there yeah. <laughs> you hey, gotta you say gotta that be, now you, you gotta, gotta be, say that now because it's like uh because people get caught up for just being just not even doing nothing yeah. so you just gotta say that as we do this is not a game this is a community this is this, this is we finna get the llc um and you know we finna be like incorporated but it's really just for just a bunch of my friends, a bunch of my families, a bunch of my friends who I look up to as brothers and sisters, and we're just having a good time. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, speaking of the, you know, the RICO cases and, you know, things like that, I mean, that's the hottest topic right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm out of it. You know? <laughs> it's none of my business. You can keep that there. It's none of my business. Yes, sir. Free YSL, free slime. That's what's up. But that's none of my business i don't even want to mm -mm, that's mm -mm. what's up no, i can dig yeah because it. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things where people take your opinion and they twist and turn it and they think it's something else so my opinion i don't got no opinion on it yeah. i hope that i hope them boys get out and hey that's it Man, i can dig it uh robbie world what else you working on right now man what what else is coming down the so pipeline? i'm working on i just shot a movie mid uh end of summer um called knock I'm premiering it in Atlantic Station in February. We just got the rough draft. We re-editing and doing some stuff now. Um, I'm gonna start my businesses. I think I'm gonna go into network marketing. Okay. Um, I'm partnering up with my dad um, in a company, and then we're just gonna just take this world by storm with that one. Cause that's something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be in network marketing. I always wanted to sell products. I always wanted to be a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually, planning on like I love shooting skits that's something I always gonna do but I want to transition into like speaking to you know like 
just speaking to people and telling them like, like, like just motivational shit. You know what I'm saying? Telling them like, you know, it's it is okay. Um, it is, you know, you can make it. Cause people always be like, oh, you so fat, da 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 da. How you get all these girls, da da da. I'm like, bro, because of me, I believe in myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't let this. Like, I know I'm not the prettiest pencil in the bunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I look good to me. Man, and shit. Guy, yeah, it's just one of those things where, because I see a lot of people, one of some of my followers, they, you know, they overweight, they suffer from obesity. And they be like, bro, I just don't have the kind. Like, bro, you can do it, bro. Fuck everybody, bro. Mm. Especially when you get, when you get my, see, I'm 30. So when you get 30, you really don't give a fuck oh, about yeah. people's opinions. Oh, they yeah. can say that shit all day. If it, let me say something. If it ain't increasing or decreasing my pockets, I don't give a fuck about it. And that's just me. And when you get to that mindset, and it takes time, that's just not no, you know. But I wish I had somebody like me to tell me that or to guide me that. So, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna just go. People who I look up to that industry is like, um, oh my main, my main guy, Jacoby. Uh, Jacoby, um, yeah, he's he's pretty cool. He um, he's into marketing and stuff as well. Okay. And him, five hundred. Okay. I look up to him um, when it comes to that, and I want to start making content like that. I want to start like, cause one thing I know about like special internet comedians, people don't take you as serious. Yeah. And it's cool. Like I'm still gonna do that. Like people, like, I was telling my team that like, oh, are you gonna stop doing skits? No, I love doing skits, but I need something where. I'm at that time where I want to build a family, you know what I'm saying? I want to leave something behind for my family. I want something like, you know, like, hey, like, hey, you can have the option to do this, that, and the third. And you know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I think some communities or some, like, people that in parenthood, they don't, they don't look at it like that. They expect their kids to do the same old thing, go to college, right. stuff like that, be a lawyer, doctor, and which is cool because we need them. But I want my kid, when I have one, mm-hmm. I want my kid to have the option. Do whatever you want to do, as long as it's not, you know, nothing stupid. Like, right. as far as, like, you know, like, murdering and doing, like, cocaine and drugs and shit. Like, like but do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, and if you do what you love to do and find out what you love to do. That's one, one thing these kids go to. They go to college. Just go to college. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, you know, the traditional way of, you know, go to college, get a four-year degree, go get a job, go, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the days of that, um, I don't want to say the days of that is over, but that isn't the only route to success. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not. It's not the only route yeah. to success. And, I, and I'm a person who, I, you know, I went and I got my degree, but I don't stand on that as if someone else who doesn't have a degree is unsuccessful or that you yeah know. yeah like, like i know motherfuckers that got degrees and successful and i'm sorry i'm cussing this nah, is you good man we on the porch <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm sorry if some people got I me mean, i'm not sorry i know some people that got degrees and successful but i know some people that don't got degrees and way more successful yeah absolutely and it's just like college isn't just for everybody right college for is, sure College is just not for everybody. And I'm not saying don't go to college, but just do what you want to do. I think personally, like, take a year. Mm -hmm. When you get out of high school, take a year to yourself. Figure out what you want to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And don't look at social media and, like, I hate when people look at social media and hate on the next man or or try to be like the next man. And, like, some people don't get inspired. They get envy. Yeah. And it's different between being inspired and being envious of somebody. Right, right. 
Nah, for sure. Yeah, and I just, ugh, it's, uh, that's just another topic. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Robbie World, you got anything else that you want to uh, say, you know, say to the fans? Um, I just want to say I appreciate every last one of y'all for your support. Um, I'm really loving the space that I'm at right now, but I know I can go further. I'm still not satisfied, if that makes any sense. And just know I'm going to keep pushing out content. I'm going to keep pushing out gems. I'm going I'm I'm to keep just pushing out everything, giving my all. So, yeah. So, and I love y'all. That's what's up, y'all. We got Robbie World jumping off the porch with us. Baby, try to look me in my eyes. Tell me everything that I say.